0: All right. We're back with another episode of Swag Here. I'm Steven.
1: And I'm Megan. And well, so Friday night, Kate and I finished In finally. Uh. Um, it took us about two months, which we were thinking about, like, how long did it take us to finish that? Because <laughs> we started it on when we went out to California for my grandma's birthday. Mm-hmm. on the plane and then we transferred it over to the ps4 the ps4 the P- i think we transferred it to the ps3 and then played it and i can't believe it took us two months because when i looked at the timestamp on the final save file it was only like 25 hours or something which really isn't that much but
0: yeah so we're talking about half an hour half an hour a day over the course of two months well, averaged out
1: more i mean averaged out sure i mean yeah, it was more like yeah. two or three hours in blocks like mm-hmm. every few days but yeah it was good she enjoyed it I'm itching to start the second one now, but instead of starting the second one, we have started Legend of Dragoon, which was her request. Ooh. Yeah. So I actually played this game a long time ago when I was growing up, and to be honest with you, I don't remember a thing about it. (laughs) So we're sitting here, and she's like, oh, yeah, I remember this and this, like, very vividly, and I'm like, I don't remember a thing. Oh, wow.
0: So So the roles have reversed- Where she's the one who has all of this game recognition. Yep. And you're essentially experiencing it for the first time again.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I never finished it before, so there will be a part where I really will be experiencing it for the first time. (laughs) Um, But I legit do not remember a thing. And I'm just kind of shocked.
0: Now, I've never played this. I actually didn't have a PlayStation 1 for a long time, basically until the PlayStation 2 came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I didn't. Uh, actually get to catch up on a lot of the PlayStation 1 titles. So what is the game about?
1: Um, So we're only like maybe like 20 minutes in probably. Uh, So I don't even have a total grasp of what's going on. But basically like the game starts out, you're, you know, the typical spiky haired protagonist (laughs) and um, you are in like a forest and some giant dragon comes and attacks you and you get saved by some mysterious warrior woman and who is Caitlyn's lady love apparently
0: (laughs) (laughs) so Caitlyn has definitely cosplayed her before
1: oh I don't know actually I don't think so uh I think Caitlyn just has a crush on her Mm. Uh, she must be manly
0: (laughs) (laughs) sounds like you need to cosplay as her
1: yeah I guess so that's probably what she would like (laughs) so we got past that part and then we saw some village being destroyed and which was the protagonist's village and you want to go save it and that's about as far okay. as we've gotten now we're trying to find some lady
0: is that lady named beyonce no and is the village named village village
1: <laughs> no <laughs> I, I haven't <laughs> been able to name anything yet i don't know if that like huh. you are allowed to the guy's name is dart
0: in one legend of dragoon zero <laughs>
1: Uh, I have to admit, I kind of like this battle system. I mean, it's turn-based, but you get like an option to—I think it's called a special—but you get like an option to press some buttons in a timely manner when you are doing the attack for like extra damage, and like that keeps me engaged.
0: Ah, nice. Yeah, I—I I always think of it as the Super Mario RPG system, where like when when Mario is jumping on an enemy, you can press A at the right at the at the moment he stomps on the enemy to bounce on him again for extra damage. Mm -hmm.
1: So they do that in Mario and Luigi Dream Team, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I also liked. Yeah,
0: it it keeps you really focused on what's happening, not just this, like, just just spam A while all my characters attack kind of thing.
1: Yep. We'll probably be playing some more of that today, and then maybe next week I'll have an update for actually, like, what's going on in the game uh... (laughs) because... I really Some
0: spiky haired dude. His name is Dart. I don't know. You gotta go save some chick, even though she's saving us.
1: <laughs> so, it, We're saving a different chick, not the warrior one. <laughs> but, you know, I remember when I played this game, I do remember liking it a lot. And I think the only reason why I had to stop playing was because I rented it and I never bought it. So I had to return it to Blockbuster or Captain Video or wherever the hell it came yeah. from.
0: The blockbuster days, yeah, yep. where you had to beat everything in, what, a week?
1: Yep, 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I re-rented re-rent- and re-rented Marvel vs. Capcom 2 probably a thousand times. I don't know why I didn't just buy that game with all the times I rented it. I probably could have, but I really loved that game.
0: Yeah, I, I rented the silliest games over and over. I think just because they were familiar to me, we probably rented aladdin the snes game oh god about four times maybe five times
1: is that the same one as the one that was on the genesis
0: probably there's a flying carpet scene where you're trying to escape the cave
1: Mm, i don't recall i just remember one map where you had to jump on these blocks that would like pop out of the wall in a certain time and i couldn't do it and i just got stuck and quit
0: yeah so that that was the thing about playing games as a kid, especially these ruthless Genesis and SNES games. They were hard. They were really tough. So I never beat that game, even in the five times of renting it. I probably didn't even get halfway through the game. I have no idea why I kept renting it. There were so many better games.
1: <laughs> Do you think that games back then were harder than they are now? Because I, I don't know.
0: I think there were, there were definitely tougher games, in that they required specific timing or for you to decipher mechanics that were not explained to you.
1: Well, that's nowadays, true.
0: Nowadays, yes, yeah, so like nowadays, there there are clearly a lot more buttons. Um, there is a little more. There's a different type of coordination required, whereas in the past, a lot of these games just required precision, mm-hmm. like pixel perfect precision, with your, the timing on your uh, Mega Man chumps. Whereas now, it's really more about the spatial awareness of knowing the map and following all the tutorials, the 500 tutorials in this 10-hour game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because um, piggybacking off your earlier comment, Caitlin made a comment that in Suikoden, like, you really aren't told where to go or what to do. And, like, it would have been really hard to play that game without a guide. And mm-hmm. I definitely think that's a characteristic of older games. Yeah. Um. And today's games do a little bit better with that. But in terms of difficulty, I mean, I agree that there's definitely some games that are still like that were definitely like way harder in like older games that were way harder. But I think today's games are still pretty hard, too. Like, I have a really hard time. I was, I've was i been playing on my own time uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, Donkey oh, yeah. Kong Country, I think, Tropical Freeze. And it's really hard. I mean, like, it takes me usually like an hour to get through one level. I mean, granted, I'm also collecting everything. And if I miss something, I'll replay the level uh, until I get it. And I'm actually trying to like look for things on my own and not like look them up online. Mm -hmm. So it does take me a while. But even I mean, like, it's really hard, like I'll have to play the same part over and over and over again just to pass it.
0: So I think that's a that's a good example of a modern day game that harnesses the old school difficulty, because I mean, all of the Donkey Kongs have been really challenging. And there have been a ton of things for you to collect. Uh, but if you, I don't know, look at Super Mario Galaxy, uh, I don't think the difficulty is at the same level as Donkey Kong.
1: That's true. That game is definitely not as hard. But I think th- in, I think there's way more to collect in these games today than, than before. Because, well, so I'm, I mean, like, I'm thinking about Donkey Kong in particular, because they had a pretty, like, static, I don't know what you would call it level build where each level had between two and three bonuses like bonus barrels that you had to find mm-hmm. and then i guess in two and three you had to find also the dk coin yeah which was yeah. not a thing in the first one
0: i would say donkey kong has probably remained difficult
1: <laughs> oh yeah well but so <laughs> like then, as a series that's true so this one now you have to collect anywhere between like five and nine puzzle pieces per level Uh, which are related to the bonuses. Like, if you find a bonus, you usually are rewarded with a a puzzle piece. Uh, But then you also have to collect all the Kong letters. And then in Tropical Freeze, they added a new thing that the other Wii U one didn't. Because there's... What is there? It's like Donkey Kong Country. I I don't know what the other Wii U one is called. I forget. Um, And I'm, like, trying to look at my collection as we're talking, but I don't see it. Anyway, Tropical Freeze has a time, whatever time you have to beat this certain time, time trial. And I hate that. So I probably won't full complete the game. <laughs>
0: mm. that, that elusive achievement.
1: Yeah, yes. I, all all the timing ones have always been an elusive achievement for me. But Caitlin and I tried playing New Super Mario Brothers Wii U together, and that ended very badly. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> it's too hard for her. And I guess she thinks that I'm getting impatient with her. And maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. (laughs) hmm.
0: (laughs) I'm going to decline to comment. Uh, (laughs) Is that the game I played with you? Where like uh, we each have little characters on a side scroller?
1: Um, Yes, you do have characters on a side scroller. But I'm trying to remember, did we play this together?
0: And that's where you can die, but you'll come back in a little bubble yes so i thought that's the game where you can choose the character that doesn't die or that doesn't want to get hit or something like that
1: Mm, i don't think it's like an
0: easy character
1: i don't think so but i mean in terms of like difficulty i mean i see what she's saying about it being hard if you actually want to like play through everything but really like if you start to fall like you can just press there's a button you can press to turn yourself into a bubble and you just kind of like travel over to somebody else who's not a bubble so it's pretty easy to like just get through it if you're playing with somebody who's who can play well
0: <laughs> Pro tip Kate bubble up so thinking back thinking back to, to rentals oh man yeah I, I used to love window shopping at Blockbuster but now I'm it's been a long time since I've seen any of those retail stores um, right now I think... Gamefly is probably the most recent iteration of this service, mm-hmm. uh, and I actually just tried it. Uh, oh, did you? I started trying it a month ago. Mm-hmm.
1: Where did you get a free trial? Because I'm sure you're not paying for it.
0: Oh no! In in fact, uh, not only am I not paying for it, at the end of this deal, I will be positive in money. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Gamefly has a ten dollar two-month trial where you can rent out one game, and I was able to combo this deal with a cashback site called Swagbucks, um, which promotes certain offers by giving you money. So through this uh, affiliate deal, I was able to pay $10 for the Gamefly rental, and then I would get $20 at the end of that time. Hmm. So you come out ahead. A lot of these Swagbucks deals, you either come out even or you come out uh, a little less, but it subsidizes most of the price. There are a few like this where they just really want to promote their product and likely uh, they really want to buff up their paid subscriber numbers for some end-of-year report.
1: Well, that so makes sense. Willing
0: to, yeah, they're willing to pay more. So it was a great time for me to join in because I was really, I was really curious about this. There, even though I'm mostly a PC gamer, there are a lot of console games I'm interested in, mm-hmm. or there are just games that are tough for me to get on the PC, or they're a little expensive on the PC. So playing them for free is attractive.
1: Yeah, well, especially when you're making money to play games.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so far, I've. Rented out Mirror's Edge Catalyst.
1: Okay. Wasn't that free on Games with Gold recently? Or is Uh, that the new one?
0: Catalyst is the new one.
1: Okay, never mind. So then I got the old Mirror's Edge.
0: I really liked it. Uh, I I mean, I'll save the Catalyst review for for another time. But the process of Gamefly was was pretty neat. They send a cardboard-backed, I guess, envelope uh, in the mail... That has your disc inside. Play the game. Keep it as long as you'd like, as long as you pay this monthly fee. And then when you're done with the game, you can rip off half of the... you Think of it like a, a bifold envelope. So you tear off half. And then what's underneath that is the shipping label for how you send the game back. So you just stuff it back in the cardboard protector... Uh, put that back in the envelope and then chuck it in the mail. Pretty straightforward. Um, And both of the games have worked. They don't come with instruction manuals, which are my favorite thing to read. And And, uh, I I doubt they come with any DLC codes. Mine did not. But everything seems to work well, which is kind of the best thing you can say about a company where so much of this is in the cloud and you, you're not bringing a disc back to a person at Blockbuster and having him check it and then saying, okay, you're not going to be charged any late fees.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's pretty similar to how Netflix works. I'm still one of the, mm-hmm. like, two people on this planet who get a <laughs> Netflix disc. Um, and I actually have been sitting on my current disc for two years now. So I should probably send that back and get a new movie. Like <laughs> Two years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, it,
0: wait, is this the internship?
1: Yes. Yeah. Do you still have that? <laughs> yeah, I still have that. we
0: talked like five episodes ago about you sending that back
1: (laughs) whoops so (laughs) I still have the internship Uh, uh, maybe I'll get rid of it eventually Uh, I do have to go pay a bill and so therefore I need to go to the mailbox at some point before tomorrow so maybe I'll bring that with me
0: do you have to pay a surcharge for this rent out membership
1: oh no I mean like you pay whatever you pay the Netflix fee so I pay well mom pays the whatever fee that you pay for online streaming and then she also pays an additional like five dollars or something a month for dvds
0: okay so it is so it is a five dollar charge i
1: don't know i made that up i mean like, yeah right there's but an additional it, it's charge. something additional mm-hmm.
0: god for a movie i have not watched two years
1: <laughs> no i watched it this year i just have been <laughs> holding on to it because i the reason why i oh. just haven't put it back in the mailboxes because i don't know what else to rent i'm not really a big movie watcher and most of what i do want to watch is already on a streaming service that i pay a monthly subscription fee for uh and mom hasn't hassled me so it's fine
0: god megan's mom just cancel the damn subscription
1: <laughs>
0: save some money get her another game for christmas
1: <laughs> oh i'll eventually use it that's what i've been saying all year about my gym membership that i haven't used once this year and i pay 30 dollars a month for Uh,
0: six games
1: i know (laughs) six games that i wouldn't play because that was the other thing that i was gonna say (laughs) is that in college i went and i got gamefly for a little while uh not with a promotion because i don't do that but i got gamefly and i rented metroid for the wii Just the regular Wii. I started to say the Wii U and I was like, wait, that's not right. Just for the regular Wii. And, um, you know, I played it for a little while and it was good and I enjoyed it. But then I did exactly what I did now and I just hoarded it for a few months. And then I was (laughs) like, I should probably get rid of this because I should not be paying for something that I'm not using. So that was ultimately why I decided to get rid of Gamefly was because I was like, I'm not doing anything with this. And there's no way that I would rent games fast enough to make it worth my while. I mean, it, as you see, it took me two months to play 25 hours worth of Suikoden. <laughs> so if I'm going by that metric, you know, I'd be holding on to one game for two months. And Suikoden a pretty short RPG. Like if I was getting something else, like most games these days, I mean, like, I know Final Fantasy XV is coming out soon. That's probably gonna be like a 100 hour plus game, like yeah. with all the side quests and things. So, and then I, you know, now that I'm thinking about, it, I did the exact same thing with, um, oh man, what is it called? I signed up for that Lego rental service. Right,
0: right. I Hoping think it's just to get the what the Death Star, it, the Death Star. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that was play p l e y dot com, and it's essentially like Netflix for Legos, where you just rent a Lego set and they mail it to you, and you build it and. You take some pictures of yourself with it and then you break it apart and send it back. Um, And I thought, I think that's a really good idea. Uh, But again, like I built a set and sat on it for like a few (laughs) months and I was like, why am I paying this monthly fee for this when I should just get rid of it? Uh, But I mean, the real reason why I sat on it for so long, because I actually did want to send it back was because they didn't have anything in stock. Like I had a wish list of, I want to say like 30 different Lego sets Hmm. and the... Like, they're supposed to, you know, you put them in order of, like, how soon you want to get them, or what you want first, not how soon. And the best one that they could get me was, like, in the 20s of what I wanted. Like, everything 1 through 20 asterisk was sold out or not sold out but like not available for rental and they don't give you like a wait time on how long you'll be waiting for something so i was like there's no point in me sending this back because like by the time you get into the 20s like i didn't really even want that stuff anyway i was just like (laughs) filling my cart because i was like oh that looks cool (laughs) that looks cool really what i was waiting for was that death star um the 600 hundred dollar death star and that was just unavailable forever and i was like forget this i'm just gonna get rid of this subscription
0: and you you had to up your subscription to whatever premium level uh-huh. in order to even be eligible for the Death Star, right?
1: Yeah. So, back when I was doing play, which was, I want to say, like last year, I'm sure they've added a lot of stuff. I'm sure they've bought a lot more sets based on the demand because clearly it was really high. Um, and then there was some new segment on play, and I'm sure that that just only increased demand. But last year, when I was doing this, there were three sets you could get, three levels or tiers or whatever of subscription where each. High. The higher you go, the more expensive it is, but the more, like, bigger sets you could get. So I think it was determined by, like, the number of pieces in a set. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was the basic one, which, you know, was the smallest sets. And then there was a middle tier. And then there was, like, the high tier, which, like, gave you access to all of the sets that Play had uh, when they were available, which was never. Yeah. Um And it really wasn't that expensive. I want to say it was only, like, $25 a month, which, when you think about, like, what Legos cost and most I mean maybe I'm 25
0: is not even a large kit
1: right that's so that's what I'm saying like maybe I'm making a generalization here but like I the fun that I have with Legos is building them I don't really play with them even as a kid I never really played with them much I mean a little bit but I so I mean if once you're done building it especially if you live in an apartment like me like where are you gonna put it like What are you going to do with that? Mm -mm. So there's no point in buying it. And then when you get ready to move, like breaking everything down and packing it up. Oh, it's just such a pain. So, I mean, like this kind of service is perfect. You get to build it. You get to take pictures with it. And then you send it back. And if you really want it again, you just rent it again.
0: It's a great idea.
1: Yeah, it is a great idea. I'm sorry I didn't think of it.
0: (laughs) So I haven't been playing with Legos in a while, but I have been playing with figurines. And that's because my roommate was able to buy the new board game produced by Riot Games, the creators of League of Legends. And this gigantic game is called Mechs vs. Minions. It's shipped in a box that's, I don't know, one foot by two feet. It's this giant thing, way bigger than uh, definitely any board game I've owned before. And comparable to the largest boxes that my roommate has in his collection. It's a cooperative programmed action game that's played over 11 distinct missions. So I kind of front-loaded a lot of terminology there. So it's a cooperative game. Uh, Four players uh, will play as... For the Yordle champions in the Legends, you could choose between Corky, Tristana, Hammerdinger, and Ziggs. Each of them will have an adorable painted figurine of them driving one of the super minions. So uh, I'm looking at the the Corky image, and he has the super minion that has a, a wrecking ball for a hand. Cooperative means that you all have the same goal, and you'll sort of talk with each other about your moves to try to get everybody in sync and get get everybody working toward that goal without getting each other's way. And getting each other's way is definitely possible with this game because it's a programmed movement game. Unlike, uh, you know, uh, an RPG or just a regular action-based board game where you have maybe two actions a turn and you can Do whatever you want. You can move and then attack. uh, Or you can maybe do two attacks, like in a tactics game. Mm -hmm. In a program movement game, you have to plan all of your movement. You have to plan all of your actions for the turn ahead of time. And execute. And then everybody executes them. Things may not go to plan, either due to randomness or due to you not realizing uh, someone was going to move and then turn and then shoot. Because you're going to move up in front of him and then block his shot. Mm. There are a few games, uh, there are a few program movement games like Robo Rally.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, didn't we play (laughs) this at your apartment with Shelly one time?
0: We probably did.
1: I remember a game with robots (laughs) and moving around the board and like you had little cards with like arrows on them. Mm -hmm. Is this what you're talking about?
0: This is that style of game, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, in Robo Rally, you, you planned... Uh, your whole turn in, in one go, and then executed it. Everybody else would plan theirs in secret as well. That was a competitive game. And you might sort of run into each other, push each other around, and then that might make you end up shooting into a wall or running into a cliff or shooting the guy who just ran into you. Who knows? In this cooperative program movement game, everybody actually plays with their cards face up. So you know what people are going to do. The trick here is that you don't get to re-plan your turn every round. Once you place a card down, let's say, in uh, the first slot of the six you have available, if that's a move, it means the first action you take every turn from now till the end of the game is going to be moving forward. Hmm. And, like, I mean, who knows if you need to move forward? Uh, but it locks it in place. The game is all about managing these actions that may not be particularly optimal and adding additional cards to give you a little bit more control over that. So you have cards that move you forwards. You have cards that turn and then hit everything around you. You've got attack cards that can um, s- spit out flame in a cone or it can shoot an infinite distance, or maybe it chains, uh, chain lightning, uh, bounces to other targets. Your, every turn you're drafting these cards with everybody else. So maybe you see a really good move on the board, but uh, you need to turn to your right before you shoot in order to hit the boss. You'll tell, you'll talk about this with your friends and be like, guys, like I really need a right turn. Uh, just like, save that card for me. My roommate would be like, oh yeah, I really need another movement or another attack. You'll plan this out and pick all of your cards for the next round to add to your board within a 60 second timer, which is super stressful. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'd like that bit of the game.
0: (laughs) Naturally, you can house rule this and say, we're not playing with the timer. Let's just plan this out. Mm -hmm. So there's a progression to this game where your board is it starts out empty really and over the course of the game you'll gain more movements you'll gain more attacks turns control and you'll get to upgrade these as well so uh right uh, at the first level chain lightning only bounces one time if you upgrade to level three it bounces three times cascading around the board each of the missions has a different objective as well So the first mission, you're trying to uh, push a bomb uh, toward a portal, and that'll uh, zip it away from your base. Uh, Second mission, it's more of a uh, snatch these gems from distant fields and then bring them back into your base, all while waves of minions are coming. And for each mission that you decide to play, you'll actually open up a sealed envelope. Of the rules and special components for that mission. Oh, interesting. So everything is secret. I, I've i been pretty impressed with the game. It's a fun cooperative experience. Production quality is amazing. And it tickles that little bit of me that is still a League of Legends player. Hmm. Even though I haven't played it in a year. Probably yeah. <laughs> us at, was it PAX South? South, yep. <laughs> So, so the theme is good. Art style is fun and cute. Uh, the game is on sale. Uh, it's going to be $75, and it'll start shipping in mid-December. Uh, hmm. We were part of the first wave that uh, has clearly already gotten the game.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm interested in checking it out.
0: Yeah. Uh, who knows? It might be at MAGFest.
1: Yeah, maybe. Right next to Journey Through Europe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think journey through europe will hide in the shadow of this box yeah probably uh, assuming somebody hasn't already recognized it and booked it out
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but i'm actually going to be volunteering a bit at the tabletop area uh, for mag so maybe i'll get the inside scoop
1: yeah make sure you uh store away a copy of journey through europe because i'd hate for it to be rented out when we want to play it
0: uh <laughs> No, I will make sure to to stow it away and to read up on all of the rules. Great. Maybe I'll I'll even see the push pin indentations you guys Ugh. left. God. That game. <laughs> so I think at this point, it's pretty much a promise to our listeners that we have to go find this game again.
1: And take a picture of us. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we will sever ties with this game forever and its entire No, no, we're totally taking a picture with this every Magfest, just like we take a picture of nuns on the run.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we can do a side by side.
0: So that that promise is a great way to end this episode of Fact here. Yo yo.
1: Yo yo. Woof. No <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up! No!